You're listening to Force Fed Digital. BXU Heard. Party people in the place to be on the way to that VIP. Welcome to the Art of Bounce in conjunction with Force Fed Digital and TURN, the United Ronin Networks. I am Ralph Anthony Garcia, also known as R4. On this edition of Bounce, me and my guys, Professor Food and Ed Dennis, wrap up the conversation of compensation. A lost episode from 2019, so I apologize for the sound. But there is an entire school of classes worth a game. Here, folks, let's listen in. I think along the line, we all have this blood-body-mental transfusion that somewhere somebody grabs us, puts us to sleep, and just wakes us up, and we no longer have pedestrian blood in our body. We have nothing but bouncer blood in our body. We don't act like normal pedestrians. We don't act like the public. We can't. We're not normal civilians. Ralph, just to do this job, you can't be normal. To understand it, you can't be normal. We hiked up our coffees, Red Bulls, five hours. I go 96 hours without sleeping that time. You know this, Ralph. I'm at the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm working double shift. My shifts start at 11 a.m. and they end at 4 a.m. If I go to sleep, you think I'm getting up? Again, you crazy. Mm. I take a cat nap and keep it moving. This starts for me on Thursday night into Friday morning. I'm working on fumes and instinct. Mm. Fumes and instinct. Well, guess what? I also have the job of somebody who has to make sure that everybody's in place, that everybody's doing their job correct. Mm. I also have to deal along with it. Oh, yeah, with no sleep. And this has been since April. Tell them about it, man. People think that shit is a cakewalk. And you think it's a cakewalk? Give me two days of doing what I do the way I do it in succession. I'll give everybody any club that I've worked at during the time that I've worked at at these clubs. If there's been any incident, if there's any problems until I left or before I got there. I could give you examples. Up in Yonkers, I was head of security there. The day I quit, I quit because I had to start up another spot. Mm-hmm. And when I went to another spot, I get a video sent to my phone. <laughs> the owner, I need you back. I'll give you what you want as far as pay. I said, it's not about the pay. It's about what I do. And it was about the pay I came back. I said, not, oh, I need you here. I need you here. I'll be back next week for sure. Okay, no problem. I sent somebody there just to hold it down. I went back up there. I put it right back to where I left it. The guys that started the fight came to me and said, the reason why we started the fight was because you wasn't at the door and he was still disrespectful to us. And the only reason why we never disrespected Bob was because of you. Do you think at any point in time, until it got out of control, I was given the money I was worth? Do you think that that owner seen what I was worth until that happened? Bro, he may have given you the respect and all. I bet you even then he didn't compensate you fully. How many times I've called you and put you to work? Many a time. Countless. Sometimes being compensated for what you do is not easy because it's all f***ed up in the game, man. Sometimes your co-workers, you got to watch them carefully. Yeah. If a fight goes down, if I get my 
kick, so be it. But at least I'm going to fight for my life. And if at the end of the night, if I know you didn't have my back, it's all good. I'll make sure me and you going to settle this shit out one, two, three. Mm. I'm putting my life on the line. You don't understand what goes to your mind before you get to a site. When I go to work, I have to listen to a couple songs before I take the shift. Like Regina Bell showed me the way. Food, that's where that whole free door theory kicks in at. You know what happens at home? You don't bring it into the streets. You don't bring it through that door. What happens in the street? You don't bring it to work. That's that door. And what happens at work? You don't bring it back through the street back home. So I call that the three door theory. Every door you go through, make sure you leave that shit behind, man. I always do. I try my best to leave that shit home. Let me keep it real with you, man. When I first broke into this bouncing business, my grandmother will be calling my phone at 5 o'clock in the morning to make sure I'm okay. <laughs> There's the other day my grandmother bought breakfast and dinner in bed with me. I said, Grandma, what's up with this? You don't do this all the time for me. Man, it's the fear, man. It's the fear. Don't think those gestures is just love. Those gestures is fear, man. They fear for our lives. They fear more than we do. You got more people that care for you. You're just doing it to pay the bills. You're doing it to have money in your pocket. You're doing it because you need to. We live in a society. Better yet, we live in a city. Two to three income household. Yeah, bro. You know? You you need a two to three (laughs) income lifestyle. You would have to have two to three jobs to even maintain the rent here in New York. A lot of people get it twisted, though, Ralph. Of a woman is living in the closet section eight. She got it easy because her rent is so low. But she still has the cost of living. She still has other bills. The food by itself kids, is crazy. Yeah, dude, the other day we went to the supermarket stuff for 400 bucks. I don't see it. 400? Yeah, well, I don't see it. I don't wow. see it as like, it's like you spending more on seasoning than actual food. Yes, I agree. How much you spend at four hundred dollars in food? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah grocery my... shopping. Jesus Christ, I believe You're it. Speaking about grocery shopping, hey, you know how much my grocery bill be in this household? Shit. Right now, we got family from Venezuela. How many people is there? You got my grandmother. My grandfather will be 90 in two months. You got my brother, and you got a pet dog. So it's like five of us. We're talking three, and one's a child. Think about that. Between three people, one being a child, 100 bucks, food goes quick. And you're just paying for a few things. I remember $20 could have bought you like two, three bags of groceries back in the days. $20 to get your loaf of bread and maybe two gallons of milk and the lady at the register's attitude. That's what the $20 yeah. You know what a gallon of milk used to be back in the days? Like under $2. Mm-hmm. Like $1.50. Now they want $4. Don't even think of eating out. Like, I like Shake Shack. And you want to spend $20 in that bag. You better cross the street to 41st Street and leave 46th Street alone. Yo, word. Get you a about, dollar meal. Think about food, because when I get up for work every morning, you know, I tell my diet to straight the fuck up. I tell this on the weekends, I do cheat on my diet. I do mm-hmm. cheat, because Monday to Thursday, I'm on my diet. Oh, but I got to tell you, man, these Koreans, these Asians, hell, why don't we mention the Akis, the Arabs, the Dominicans? They seem to have the right idea. I bet you they're compensated correctly. I got this spot right here, right down the block, and I know for a fact that they're overcharging people. And now that they're building this big old building right here on my block, I don't know, this shit is huge. 
Now, I've seen the construction when I went down there last time. I had to go with my brother to the parole building. I looked, I was like, what the hell are they doing? After Cherry Street, you mm-hmm. can't even turn down that block. You go mm-hmm. up that block, once you pass 14th Street going down, like towards A and all that, it's over. Like, the construction destroys traffic. It's just for that one building. But back in the days, the 90s and the 2000s, when I broke into the security game, I broke in as um, a DJ and owner of the bar. He was just like, hey, Ed, why don't you come back and do security? I said, wait a minute, how much am I going to pay? He said, well, I'll give you 250 I said, what? I came running back because as a DJ, I got $200 that night. And it was just because I was covering what DJ that was in there. And $200 a night wasn't crap because I had to carry half of my house with me. Let me tell you something. Just your bag of wires and your turntables is the worst thing because you have to watch that and carry that. You know, your records, the records is like you can always replace the record, but those wires and turntables, no. Anyway, I first started off with 250 a night. I mean, every type of dealer came through, yo, 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 I saw you here all night, yo, yo, I'll give you this, I'll give you that. I don't have my ID. I don't have his shoes. I don't have a shirt. Blah, blah, blah. They okay. forget about etiquette, man. They forgot all about it. Down the line, I created a situation in another club, which went like this. I went to a wholesaler that sold button-up shirts. I got me a whole stack of button-up shirts, maybe a good $300 of shirts. When I paid for these shirts, I got back five times the amount of money that I paid for Everybody went into that club, sharp as an axe. Everybody went in there looking good. I made my extra money, didn't lose no money. All I did was gain money. So the next week, the owner of the club tried to cut my action. You know, oh, you know, I want to do the same thing. Okay, so have somebody stand out here and try it. But I made sure, I made sure that I didn't tell them where I got the shirt from. And I made sure that everybody that didn't come correct didn't get in. And I made sure that the final week, I left. Did I ever work for them? No, it didn't. I made the idea, but I made it work. This is stopping me from being at your door trying to get little extra pet compensation, trying to get my real work. You understand? So it's like this. I just got one of the craziest okay, but the gentleman that's running the club, the owner, he told me, he said, Ed, I don't care how you run my door as long as I get what I'm charging at the door. He said, if you want to charge somebody to skip a line, you go right ahead. If you want to charge them to stand on a quicker line, you go right ahead. But this is what I'm talking about. I talked to the owner. The owner's with it. He's winning. And the thing is this, compensation, compensation. I had to actually decline on a meeting. He wanted me to attend with his lawyer. And I'm going to go speak to him on a one-on-one basis. He wanted me to sit with his lawyer and talk turkey and give him ideas and how to do this and how to create that. And I understand that. But my time is money, just like your lawyer gets paid for the hour. So does this guy. Because when I drive from where I'm at to where you at, I spend gas. Name the price of what you spend on that gas. On gas alone, just to get back and forth from where I'm at, it takes me an hour going and coming. An hour's ride ought to take almost a quarter thing. So you figure like this. Right now, the gas is at 379 because I use Shell. Okay, I use Shell V-Power. So to go look it up and see. 379 a gallon. It's close to 15 bucks. The toes is $8. Another 15. We're talking like 30 some odd dollars. And then I need my gas. Call coffee. I need my other good gas. It's called food. So where's my lunch? Where's my breakfast? 
Where's that at? You understand? So oh, my gosh. Like we could throw in a, a, a ballpark figure of what? What? Let's say for the $60 before I come to see you. Between gas, souls, and food. Damn. Before I even come to see you. Close to $50, $60. Now, to sit mm. down, if I charge you security rate at the hourly rate, you know, that's another couple of dollars. Bro. They don't see that. They don't see that. Like, this information we're giving right now, the information, whether it be the story, whether it be the storyline, the basis of what we do, how we do it, you're getting it for free. Mm. Me and the gentlemen that are on here or the gentlemen that do listen to this or have listened to this, they've given up blood. They've given up sweat. They've given up their freedom. They've given up night. They've given up relationships just so people can listen to this and get it for mm-hmm. free. And this is what a lot of people don't understand. We have the post-traumatic syndrome also. That's true. We deal with situations, and again, nobody sees that. I've witnessed, I've witnessed people getting shot. Mm-hmm. On my day off, I went to go pick up my money. In this bar that I worked in for two weeks, I mm-hmm. quit. I told them, I said, I can't work here no more because I come to find out that they were doing illegal things. I'm out, way out. A gentleman runs in and shoots somebody. I see this happening. I'm like, whoa. I'm talking about how about things like that? Guys come from Iraq and guys come from Vietnam. They get checks. They get all kind of help. We don't get that. We don't get that. We don't even get the respect from NYPD. And we're doing half of that job during the night. Speaking about NYPD, because I know some of us will be working at Labor Day Eastern Parkway float. Let mm-hmm. me tell you something, man. I remember the situation on the float. You know, we all did the float. Mm-hmm. I know next weekend is going to be chaotic. I know it. I can sense it in my blood. Long story short, these cops looking at we security on the floor or we got to do things diplomatic. I tell an officer, listen, Second Amendment, either you're going to do your job or I could just report you to your commanding officer. If your commanding officer got a problem, we could take it to the higher chain of command. Either or, I don't hesitate to write a letter. You ain't dealing with no illiterate motherfucker out here. Let's go. Because all the cops do on Labor Day, they want to look at Mm-hmm. Come on, food. Talk about it. Do your fucking job, okay? Catch I see them dancing all the time with them. Like, that's just cute. I say, do your fucking job. If, if I catch you whining on a girl, I'll make sure you don't work. You'll be suspended. They're not going to follow procedures because we get to prove at least 40% of the job. So they feel alleviated again. But they don't respect it. They don't respect no, it no. in a sense. In a sense that they say to us, hold us down, but we'll lock you up. Who's NYC's boldest, right? That's correction, right? Yes. New York bravest would be firemen. Finest would be NYPD. And then New York's baddest should be us. Because we're the baddest motherfuckers out there. You understand what I'm saying? We deal with situations that these cops deal with, with guns and tasers and mason batons. We just use it our hands. And I'll win. Yeah, folks. Like I tell everybody, this baton-ish, big brother, and I know you carry your baton. I carry my baton. I keep it in the pocket. Well, no, to tell you the truth, I don't even carry one. I don't even know why, because it was a situation where I really had to learn, and I was lucky to learn via someone else's court case that it's illegal to actually have them. So now the police are not actually respecting that we need some type of protection. You have to have peace officers. A lot of us don't know. It's as simple as an application. Go take a test. Just get the status. Once you get the status, it doesn't go away. Even if you work as a culture guard, a meeting mate, anything, meeting mate, traffic agent, whatever, wherever you're working at, you can carry mates, a baton and whatnot because you need to protect yourself. I told a cop, listen, I ain't going to be nobody's punching bag. I'm not going to sit and be abused. But you know, you know? what they'll come out and say, oh, it's a cool respect on that. You know what they're going to tell you is what you signed up for. Yeah, that's what they always tell you. Real talk. You remember a bouncer named 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just moved down to Georgia. And when I first broke into the business, he said rules to this business. The first thing you're always carrying in this business is a baton and that mace. If you want to protect yourself. My baton, I keep it hidden in my pants. Like, no, it can't be seen. I just keep it there. But the mace part, but I try my best every day to rationalize with people. But the Labor Day parade is coming up real soon. I know everybody's going to be packing that day. I know for back. And I tell whoever I work with that day, listen, fellas, remember it's more of them than us. Yeah, you're right. Us versus them. And them cops looking to just press charges. And whoever the cop on that float, he better be on the same page with y'all. That's why I always tell the security team. I'm not the head bounce on that float, but I would just take a few under my wing. As whoever my partner is, trust me, we have a hothead on the team who loves to fight. Another hothead. But they good. You know what I'm saying? It should be around what we were talking about tonight. Basically, the stories we was giving is compensation. So we get compensated for everything around the board. And the thing is this, ultimately, do we get respect from the compensation? When you have a kid that at the end of the year, he's going to be making $15 an hour for flipping a burger and no risk for this 15, 16-year-old girl running up on you saying, man, I help you. No risk. But I'm risking my life for a few more dollars. For a few more dollars than that kid is making. So I'm going to look at myself and say, do I want to be in this club, dealing with these belligerent people, spitting, cursing, fighting for the money that I'm making, which will be just a few more dollars, like more than what this kid is making? Where's the respect? The only reason why we're going to always run into that is because these newcomers, these new companies that think it's okay to cut dope, as long as their pockets is lying, with the extras when they charge a club $200 a bouncer and they're giving everybody a hundred plus dollars just to break their back to go out there and deal with that. They stay home making seven, eight hundred dollars a night per night per week and you out there risking your life. You out there almost risking your freedom every night. But again, like I said, the compensation, the compensation is not only embarrassing, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful because I might have a kid in my face telling me I make more money than you because you only work the two nights at $150 a night and you get $300 for those two nights and this kid decides to work 10 hours for three days. He just made four fifty. Flipping a burger. So he works three days, 10 hour shifts. So his 30 hours, he just made more money than I did. I mean, it balances out because of the hours that he has to put in opposed to the hours I have to put in my 12 hours I get the 300 as to say if that's what I'm getting paid and I'm not quoting no pay no price but if I work at on $150 a night two nights I make 312 hours where you would have to work 10 hours to make 150 20 to make 300 so it's a difference of eight hours that he has to put in to make the exact money but guess what it's eight hours that he doesn't have to run risk and he's getting medical dental he's getting a tax turn at the end of the year what do we get a free cranberry at the end of the night and then we get cursed that these kids getting a tuition assistance program appeared to you know sh- like you said, free cranberry spit. 
punch store, curse store, you name it. So, again, the compensation is not there. The respect is lost. And it's due to all these new companies that they just feel like, you know, let's compete with each other, lowball everybody. Our pockets is fine because I'm the owner. That's my partner. Even if they ask you to help them recruit a few bodies. I told this one guy, listen, I'm going to charge you $5 a man per night, per man. Don't take it out of my man's pocket, though. I asked him, well, how much is the pay? Oh, it's 120 per guy. All right, cool. Make sure my guy doesn't go home with 150. All I'm asking is $5 per man for every guy that I send you. So I'm looking at it like this. Every weekend, I'm sending you 10 guys. As Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, give me $100, right? Mm-hmm. You know this guy had a problem with that? I said, so wait a minute. If I was on the payroll, how much would you be paying? You would be paying me just that amount in one night and then some. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not, a, I'm not on the payroll, not a liability, just give me my finders and let's continue business. Now, don't take it out of my worker's pocket, the guy that I said to you. Don't try to call my guys behind my back. Because if I find out you call one, I'm going to not say anything, and I ain't telling this, but the next week, I will tell you I'm sending 10 guys, and none will show up. And then when you call me and act like, oh, what's up? I'm going to tell you, oh, I ain't know, just like I ain't know that you was trying to call my guys behind my back. But, again, just to close off the session we have, compensation will never be the same. Our jobs are totally, totally disrespected as of late because of compensation, because of its cutthroat. These new coming companies that are just cutting through just to lowball, just to get in the door, where there's no control over these promoters and these club owners anymore. They lost the control. It's too much choice. There's too many places where they can go. Again, like I said earlier, like a woman with 10 boyfriends, she's not going to respect none because she could go to any one of them. But one of them says, oh, well. But if they all get together and says, oh, to hell with you, she's going to learn how to crawl out her knees again and beg and respect. We lost control because we don't have the respect or we have too much choice with all these companies coming up, lowballing each other. And that's the sad part. People always want to find a way to cut a corner. Like, for example, you heard about... Yeah. They like to pay people cheap all the time. Like, come on. That's what they do because people accept it. Ooh, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you something. Ooh. You go to look at an apartment. You go in that apartment. That apartment has leaky pipes, falling ceilings, doorknobs missing. Are you going to pay your rent? You're not going to pay the rent on that. You're going to fall back. That's the thing. You accept what somebody gives you. So that's the thing. When people accept those low pay, that's what keeps those companies alive. Because yes. there's always going to be a sucker to say, yes, I'll take that. It's going to feel like somebody like, okay, such and such has gave me a title, so I'm going to take it at $16 an hour. Right. That sucks. <laughs> Makes it worse for everyone trying to compensate correctly in this business. And sellouts like that just make it impossible. Yeah, they the ones that stretch and strain this whole entire industry. Yes, this industry right now, I'm telling you, like, we came from the top of the totem pole to the very bottom of it. We're getting worse in this business before we're ever going to get better again. I think the, the good old days have passed us. Yeah, those days are gone. Those days are gone. They're buried. They've met their maker. And the only thing that's left are stories. We're going to have the auto bounce hashtag insecurity. It's going to be a thing, all right? 
let me just stop myself for a second because I'm so excited having you guys on board as usual. You guys are two of the greatest, and y'all deserve all the praise. Thank you. Thank you. Let's make this a regular thing. So this is definitely in the making in the books. Case closed. So let's do a lot of research. Research is our lives. We can always go back to our lives and do plenty of research there. Let me tell you something, Ralph. The same guys that I take under the wing and I give them advice, I also tag this to the advice and say, listen to this. I need you to listen to this podcast. And one of the young gentlemen that really is under the tutelage of my expertise, yes. he let his friends and coworkers listen to it. And the conversation that we had the other day, me and this young gentleman, I kid you not, I was at loss for words because what he was quoting was things from the podcast. And I was thinking that we was having face-to-face conversation and then he was getting the information that he was quoting, not knowing and not remembering that this is all that was said on the podcast. Like, he was repeating these things to me. I was looking at him. Then when I realized, I was like, wow. He listened to this in detail. He let his girlfriend listen to it. He let his family listen to it and other co-workers. Wow. But I'm the person that everybody that knows me, anybody that met me in person knows. Same person that you see. Only thing I've changed is my underwear and socks as much as possible. Gentlemen, please take the time right now to give the people your handles. Yes, sir. Once again, I'm Ed. You can look on the DJZX7. You can look on the Ed, that's D-E-N-I-S, on Instagram. You can look on the Ed King, that is on Facebook. If you want to call me, reach out. It's an information, 718-600-1595. Once again, this is Ed, the Body God, G-O-D. And the services that I give are A-1. And that's in the security world. Peace. Facts. Mr. Uh, Professor Food. My name is Professor Food, but people know me as Richie. Yes, Richie. Look me up on Facebook. You can look me up on Instagram, Rixie. Spell that out? Um, yeah, you might want to spell that out, pal. R-I-X-X-Y. Like I said, each one, teach one. Indeed. Thank you, kings and queens, for joining us. And be safe out there. Peace. Peace. Salute, gentlemen. Go to www.solo.to forward slash RGMC 2407. Follow the Auto Bounce podcast on FourceFed Digital. Don't forget to leave a nice rating wherever you stream your favorite podcasts, whether it's Apple, Spotify, or Amazon. Tune in today because me and my peoples always have something to say. Now. If you're at your favorite spot and see a man or woman in black at posts, show them a little bit of love, cause they're not getting paid very well doing this, and they be on their feet for hours doing their damnest to make sure you and yours have a good time and feel secure. Be safe. <laughs>